trick or treat turned into a real-life nightmare for two families last night. Yeah, two reports of foreign objects inside Halloween candy in the area last night. Trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. Not too big, not too small, just the size of Montreal. You are about to participate in an adventure that will take you through a series of scenes where you will get a glimpse into the lives of several people. This journey will take you through twists and turns and will ultimately cause you to ponder the reality of life beyond the grave. Please pay close attention to the names of the main characters as they will be played by different individuals. All right, just for the hell of it, guys. Just, just for, for the, the hell, hell of it. Podcast. Yeah, it's buddy, been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've done one of these. Uh, yeah, this one is going here. to be. It's going to be relative to the time of year. It is October. Sure it's is. A lovely middle of October. So we will be talking about my least favorite subject ever, Reggie. Reggie <laughs> wonders why we're even doing this because I hate <laughs> this subject. It is Halloween. I, I just I'm not a big Halloween fan. I never was. Uh, I don't have anything to say about it. I'll see you in seven. That's oh, my what God. I, say. Uh, I actually looked up, and, and the Wikipedia, you know, the, the Wikipedia guys, says uh-huh. that yeah, Halloween yeah. is also known as All Halloween, All Hallows <laughs> Eve, or All Saints Eve. It's a yearly celebration observing the number of countries on 31st of October, the eve of the Western Christian Feast of All Hallows Day. It begins the three-day observance of All Hallowtide. The time in the liturgical year dedicated to remembering the dead, including saints, martyrs, and all the faithful departed. Believers. The liturgical year? Yeah, yeah. The I liturgical ne- year? I had never wow. really seen that word before. <laughs> when I read it, I'm like, what the fuck is that? But yeah, it made me feel the, liturgical. Yeah, year. the other funny yeah. thing about this is this was one of the first, uh, just for the hell of it, we were going to do last year. And yeah. it fell through. So I'm actually at the moment going from my outline that I had a year ago. You still have that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I remembered at the last second I had it because we were kind of going. We want to keep this loose like the Just for the Hell of It podcast. Um, but, yeah, I did have that. But I just told you what Halloween is. That This has nothing to do with that. This yeah. is all just us. Yapping and a rapping, right? Is that what they say down at the five and dime? Yapping and a rapping. I just say bullshitting, but all right, we're gonna get fancy. Uh, And I will say that I had seen a little bit of Reggie's notes, and Reggie is second in line of not caring much about Halloween here on the the thing. Uh, It's just, it's one of those holidays to me that it was too much work. I am a uh, a guy who does not like to put a lot of work into things, and it has to be to me as a kid. The one holiday that you have to put in a lot of work, you know, as it's a like, kid. I'm saying, I'm saying, the parents take it like a lead in every other holiday because they yeah. have to set up like a Thanksgiving, a Christmas, an Easter, and shit like that. You got like meals to prepare. Kids, pretty much, unless they have their parents' help and whatever, it is up to them to make sure they can go out. See, that's the thing. Thinking about it, I don't know how things are done anymore because kids are weird now. But when I was growing up. You had to get your costume together, and you had a certain amount of hours to go out, and you wanted to hit all the hot spots as many right. times as you could to get a big bag full of candy. And my as a pillowcase. Yeah. Well, I said as we were uh, getting ready for this, even today, I was talking to Eric, and I said, 
I was trying to think of any sort of stories I had with my mom and dad uh, trick-or-treating. And I don't have any because I never remember. Tr- I don't remember at any point trick-or-treating with my parents. Uh, my mom. Well, it was like 60 years ago, Jim. Well, but the thing is my mom <laughs> would give out the candy. My dad yeah. wasn't going out with me. So I know for a fact that she never – they never went unless, you know, I was three and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But my after parents that, worked, so yeah, they, they never yeah, went with me. No, we always, we always, I think I trick or treated with my grandma like when I was maybe really young, up till I was about eight. After that, yeah. I was on my own. Yeah, I just had a, a pack of kids, and I'm thinking more of when I lived uh, in Warminster, where I first right. grew up, and it was an apartment complex. And I said, there, you would trick or treat the whole time, and you might go outside for a total of about five minutes because it was all just through these apartment buildings, and it was pretty cool. Uh, because there was just tons of people. And when, when I grew up, it seemed, this was like the seventies, it yeah. seemed like almost everybody gave candy and, and even there was still those holdouts that were given cookies, shit like <laughs> yeah. that, fucking apples. Uh, but even so it seemed that everybody, it was like one of those things, everybody gave out candy because I think it was shameful not to, I don't know what the, the whole people had just embraced America by that point. They were yeah. tired of fighting, tired of fussing. They were like, screw it. Let's give the yeah. kids, let's rot these kids teeth all crap. And I also think, We've I just think it was like of one of those where a lot of places where people had moved to, you didn't want to look like you were poor. And the, <laughs> the people where I grew up, the people weren't very well to do, but they would give out candy. But again, even then, anybody who gave out an apple, you'd throw that. And uh, later on it, in my yeah. life, well, later on in, in my life when I moved and we lived in a house and we go to individual houses, if somebody gave out an apple, you threw it right at the house. Right. Right through the fucking window. That's how, you know, that's how you know people putting razor blades in apples is bullshit because kids never eat that anyway. No, they never so did it. Like and I was going to say, that was one oh. of the big things growing up when I was a little kid. They had the big razor blades and apples and also the candy being poison. And I said to Eric, I do specifically remember one year where my mom and dad just didn't let me go trick-or-treating. That's crazy. And, yeah, they said you can't go because uh, if Reggie even remembers a little bit of that, this wasn't oh, yeah. just like a, a whisper down the alley. This was you were told uh, every news. It was on the it was news. On the news. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it I was, remember it. And it wasn't. I mean, this. I'm telling you, it, it was worse in the 70s. Like, like in the middle 70s, this became because people were still I'm telling you, people were still having shock and stuff from you know. What's his name? Vietnam, right? No, no. Vietnam? I, no, not Vietnam. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Freaking Charles Manson and shit okay, like that. Yeah. All of a sudden, everything was satanic. And yeah. it wasn't even like reported as, oh, this is something that people are saying. It was legitimately, they were going in, into the candy factories and, and investigating. And every every show had an investigative thing. And it, it was, was a crazy. crazy free time. Richard yeah. Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Oh, all yeah. Kinds of- yeah, shit like around. that. Everything was going I, wrong. I do remember one year, I think it must have been at the prompting of the news, my parents, you know, they wanted to check every piece of candy. Yeah. And even at whatever age I was, 10, I was like, what the hell are they going to see? What are they, chemists? Yeah. They're going to know yeah. just candy. Not only that, poison. it's like my mom and dad, even a couple of the times that I that was allowed to go out and that little, I'm telling you, this to me was like it was big around like 77, 78. And around that point. Uh, at one point, they did. They were going through the candy, looking to see if they could find hypodermic needle fucking pin holes pin in, the candy. in the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even it's like even in even in the eighties, we still had the scare because it, like I don't remember a time that I ever went trick or treating that my parents did not have to like like I dump the candy out and they have to go through it to make yeah. sure that everything is sealed. Well, I think, no I'm telling you, things. I think after the seventies, after that. 
uh, it just con- it just everybody was concerned with it. It was going a tradition, on. but like if the Reggie kids don't even go trick or treating anymore, they no. go to their Halloween party. Yeah, yeah. Well, know, even like even then, in the seventies, that was at the point where I was told that people were going and putting LSD on the back of stamps. I mean, yeah. everywhere you went, there was something that had to be, you know, something was going Goddamn on, and people were doing that. But yeah, the uh, razor blades in the apple was the one that really fucked with me. Because I'd always just imagine biting into an apple oh, yes, and having the, the razor blade go through the roof oh. of my mouth, and it really screwed me up. But even then, I or think that toe. I but yeah, I think that that came about even before then, just as a way to like fuck around with apples and you, you just chuck them because like it was said, probably the banana industry, right? The banana yes. industry <laughs> propagating well, lies to that ruin was the probably apple. My, my best Halloween memory was 79 when it was the bananas they were giving out. Uh, that was the best. But also, <laughs> the, when, when I would go, you'd always have like anybody who would make cookies and give them out yeah, had yeah. to be average age of 80. Like these people were so goddamn old. You get the cookies and you just throw them. And I always you get cookies in a little sandwich bag. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Or brownies or rice right. krispie treats. What about, did you ever get change? Yeah. I mean, and and I mean oh, yeah. outside of UNICEF, like just. Uh, no. Oh, no. You know what we would get? Give out change. I remember what that. we like would pennies. get would be uh, rolls of pennies. pennies. We would yeah. actually get somebody would give like a roll of twenty pennies. You chuck that in the house too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time I I made it rain. As they say, I made, made it hail. hail. I made yeah. it hail on those freaking things. And yeah, I remember there was a, a family that would give out rolls of pennies and people would just make fun of them. And I, I knew the, uh, the family's son and he was so embarrassed. Uh, yeah. but yeah, it's weird because I don't even, I think back at when I was a kid trick or treating and I don't really even remember like the candy that I would get then. Like I don't think you had much of the fun size bars. In fact, I just yeah, can't fun remember. size wasn't really a thing as far yeah, as I, I remember. I all can't the way really back remember then. everything that I got. But yeah, my my big memories are the eighties. Uh, but yeah, uh, Eric's big on Halloween, and we said we're going to talk about you know our personal things. Eric, is what is your favorite holiday of the year? Halloween. Yeah, Eric says that's why we ended up doing. <laughs> mine is mine is not. Mine is Thanksgiving. Uh, Reggie, you said yours was Christmas, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, the other thing is, I actually prefer getting candy on Easter than Halloween. That is Be- insane. It's because I don't have to work for it. I just get uh, up and it's right there. I pick it up yo, and eat it. I don't care. You're uh, a pizza over candy corn, today. my brother. Pizza yeah, no, over candy no, corn. Candy. Not Absolutely me. not. I will fight you all step of the way. Candy corn is not the best candy. I still enjoy it way more than I'll ever enjoy pizza. Here, it's, but it's here's the problem. I mean, you don't have to poison candy corn because it's basically a droplet yeah. of poison. Yeah. I mean, really, it's it's congealed corn. A dollar. Well, here's just, where I know horrible. that, Eric, you're in the minority because I've never seen um, – Hollow, well, you have Halloween, you have the candy corn. I've never seen Thanksgiving candy corn, really. I've no. never seen uh, Christmas candy corn. I've never. No. The, all these have Peeps. Uh, peeps uh, has it for every holiday now. I don't remember that. Uh, now they do, yeah. yeah no, I'm, I'm saying, saying yeah, enough, because they're, remember, because ever they're popular Peeps now. For Easter Here's the problem. At one point when we were growing up, Peeps were you know, pretty what, regional. They, they had the pumpkin Peeps yeah. for a long time, I think. Now they have all kinds of shapes, but I yeah, think well, they've peeps, had the, the jack-o'-lantern Peeps for yeah. a lot of years. Yeah, you have Christmas trees. You have a, you even have just snowmen for the, the freaking winter. God, I hate God, Peeps. And Peeps are – they're made probably 30 minutes down the road from us. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, really? In Bethlehem. Yeah, yeah that's what, where you go, Reggie. You're, you're secondary oh, stomping grounds. Uh, <laughs> they're the, the, the place that makes Mike and Ike's uh, – makes the Peeps now. And they they've been there. The uh, 
Nature Born. Just, just born, born can. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you guys work at that fucking factory? I don't know. Because actually, factory. in my old job, we actually had a sales call there, and you were allowed to eat as many peeps as you want. And I felt like I was like in a, in a sitcom where they had to stop me because I just <laughs> kept eating. Like, that seems like a hell to me. You know, like I go to this place, and they tell me you can have all the candy you want. They're just peeps. I'm like, no. I, I know that you, you know, because you hate marshmallow so much. Because that's I'm all they are. I'm not a huge fan of marshmallow. I either, love marshmallow. But like, it's that coating on the outside. They don't just even feel sugar. like marshmallow sugar. when you bite in them. Just I know. Sugar. It's just, I don't like the texture. Or granulated sugar. That's yeah, the it's it's sugar on freaking, you know, uh, marshmallow. I get a peep. Those fuckers are going in the microwave the just like a thing, watch them explode. The funniest thing you say, though, or you're saying that, the funny thing to me is I don't ever really remember getting peeps actually on Halloween, like getting oh, no, trick-or-treating. These are things that I would just buy. My mom really liked them, so she would buy them all the time. Or like the Cadbury eggs. Uh, you know, I never remember getting those on Easter. Like Easter morning, I would. those were just shit I'd eat all the time. And <laughs> yeah, those are the things I would on. get for Easter. <laughs> Yeah, I never would get those. I would just Easter. I would just get pretty much, you know, the regular candy, you know, a rabbit or whatever. And Halloween was just the standard things. I don't a ever remember bag getting of pee. goodness. But yeah, but you know, Halloween be... is when you would get uh, candies that you might not try otherwise because you know you you are husbanding your money. You know what I mean? You're going to buy something you're sure about. So on yeah, Halloween, yeah. you might get a Charleston chew. Well, you might get that. You, you might get, get a, a Heath bar. Uh, or Necco wafers uh, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to get BB bats, but I, I talked to you about the to you about those, and you guys don't even know what they were. So What's they were, a BB they, bat? It was uh, just like a ta- uh, taffy that was on a stick. I really like them. You can still like get a them. Like a sugar daddy? Sugar no, daddy. Well, it's, it's, they were vanilla or, or chocolate or, you know, there wasn't that crap sugar. But even that, I'd get sugar daddies. I fucking hated those. And all of those. Yeah. You'd get a Mary Jane. I actually legitimately, one year on Halloween, I got a Mary Jane and I, I did break a tooth. I, I split yeah. a tooth in that. And that's, it's easy to say. but uh, Daddy, Mary Jane. I can't even think of what a Mary Jane is off the top of my head because it sounds like a candy from the 1930s. Yeah, it, it just, it had that, uh, it was like a. I think I it is. Know. It is, but it's still I think goes it is on. A candy from the 30s. Yeah, it still yeah, goes it's, on. I mean, it's, it's basically it's basically like super tough caramel, isn't it? Yeah, like, caramel with like a peanut part thing inside. Yeah, and but yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like a soft caramel either. It's, it's like, no, it's, like, it's, it's hard tough, as rock. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's hard as rock. But yeah, that, that will go. What is your favorite candy to get trick or treating? What I would me? Yeah. Well, to be honest, when I uh, would go trick-or-treating, my favorite thing was to get some kind of packaged chocolate because that was very pretty. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I love the M&M's. M&M's were the best, obviously, because they come in their own candy shell. The last thing you want is a melted candy bar. If they, but if they're giving out full-size candy bars, you want to hit you that house two, yeah, two right. times. Yeah, we, I was uh, giving out candy. The one I, I told this story where we were giving out candy and the, the drunks that I was giving out candy for. They ran out of candy and they just they gave us drunk. money to go to the local it's Wawa here, but you know almost like a Seven Eleven, and just yeah. buy boxes of barred candies. And we went back and it became a rallying cry on the whole right. neighborhood that they were giving out full size candy bars. And uh, yeah, and it, it was me and my buddy Pete giving them out. So we're giving them out, and it's one of those like a kid will come, and then sometimes they'd get clever, and Eric even will tell you later how he would change costumes. These people were just circling the house and coming right yeah. back, but we didn't God care. Sharks. We, we didn't care. We were just giving them the candy bars, and they were the you full size. Yeah, I didn't care. And freaking his mom and dad were passed out on the couch. They they were done. <laughs> but yeah, uh, 
I, I think that – so what was your favorite candy? Just anything like M&M's or something? How about a peanut I, I, M&M's? You're a big fan? When I think back to it, it's it's my favorite thing to get were those little, you know, fun-sized packs yeah. of M&M's. Peanut yeah. M&M's, that's all, those are also welcome, you know. Yeah. But uh, that that was always was good. But, you know, it was all – it was a big pound of sugar. It was a good yeah, time. Yeah. See, See thinking I like, about stuff like that, you're worried about the melty point of the chocolate. But it's like October 31st. I don't think I've ever had a problem where any of my chocolate was ever melted. No, you're right, but you know, the, I just I, something about it being so intact made it. You know, maybe I was worried about the poisoning of candy myself, and I felt like M and M's were somehow had that extra layer of protection. You were hooked on the branding; it melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Oh, huh, that sounds pretty reasonable. Right. Exactly. Plus, it, that might be very tough to poison the M and M. It's a hard. That's job. poison an M and M. Yeah. It's hard to poison the M and M. I uh, I actually one of my favorites, and me and Eric have talked about this a lot of times, just not even recording. But uh, I really like the the fun size Crunch Bar was oh, one of God, my favorites. But I don't think I've ever bought a full size Crunch Bar ever in my life. It's I kind don't. Of, I have. I don't like full size Crunch I Bars. I think it's now, nonsense. I, that's they're like they're nonsense. They're, very, they're much. They're much different. Yeah. I yeah, might and, be. In, I might be insane now, though. I swear to God, they've changed the fun size. But growing up. They were these awesome, thick, little fun-sized bars. It was the thickness of them that really made them good. Yeah, I like And they them. were the best fucking crunch bar you could ever have. I right. Honestly, it was the best candy bar you could get, this little fun-sized yeah, crunch like during that. Halloween. That's my, that was my favorite. And, and I also well. like I like things like uh, at some points you get mallow cups. But again, these were – do you ever have a mallow cup, Reggie? I, oh, yeah. I love, I love it. I, I gave cups. one to Eric. Uh, yeah, I, they're one of my favorites, but that's another one. that They don't really have a fun size that I know of, so that would be a full bar, but you I love one shit cup. like that. <laughs> I, love, I love anything chocolate and marshmallow. I'm a huge fan. But yeah, the Crunch Bar we'd get, I'd come right home, right in the freezer. Uh, any chocolate I had oh, would go course. right in the freezer. And I'll tell you, I love the Crunch Bar. You try to give me a Crackle Bar, I'll slice your throat. Oh, yeah. That's I, really? I, I was going to ask. I, I, hate cra- I don't know what it is. Yeah. I hate them. I don't know if there's the ra- ratio to uh, you know, rice crispy <laughs> bits and the, the I didn't like them, and I, I, I thought that was nonsense. Case, case it's also too. like I'll, I'll I'll eat a, a Heath bar. Now, I'm not going to touch no Scores bar. You don't get near me with that Scores bar. I freaking well, hate those. But yeah, frankly, I, have, I think I think Score bars are a little out of your you know league. They might uh, be. They're a little That's more like, high. You know, it's I not like I was going around and uh, I'm like, trick or treat. Oh, would you like a Toblerone, my son? <laughs> now, that didn't happen in my neighborhoods. They weren't no. giving those shit things out. But yeah, I would go home. I'd go, go and get the candy. And I would actually go home and put it into, you know, different categories and things. I'd, I'd go on my kitchen floor and put it all out. And then me and my brother would do trades, which actually meant me telling my brother what the fuck I want of his, and he can yeah, have. Yeah. You know, I'm telling you, it would be one Mary Jane for five, uh, you know, Crunch Bars, or <laughs> or like you'd. And even then, I think a lot of times the only full bars that I ever remember kind of getting, it wasn't even a bar. It would be Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, that they would give us, you know, the full deal. And if my brother had that, he was giving it to me. And also, my big fat father would come out, and that's where I got into the. Uh, Hey, I better check this candy out to see if it's poison. And you know, oh, my yeah. dad, he's the taste tester. He'd right. sit he'll there and he'd he'll grab, absorb the poison. For oh the yeah, family. he'd grab anything that that he wanted. Uh, but yeah, it was that the was worst. a point of contention in my house because every year it was, you know, my mom would check it, and then when she married my stepdad, they would both sit down. It would be on the living room floor, and they'd be going through it. And then they, I could see them; they're just actually taking candy away and holding it to behind them. Like, no, you are taking my hard-earned candy. This is the only thing I've worked for my entire <laughs> life. Yeah, 
you don't take this away from me. Yeah, I would I would come home. My dad would grab some stuff, but he was too fat and lazy to actually come out and look. like I yeah. could hide shit from him. Uh, but yeah, I would I would put it out in the little sections, and I'd have like here's the chocolate, here's the gum, and I also I hated getting gum of any sort. Uh, yeah, that was stupid. It would be I, like the bazooka Joe kind of gum. It would break your goddamn yeah, teeth. I, I no just didn't what. like it. Um, if Maybe I got a blow pop. candy corn's yeah, terrible. Man. Yeah, blow pop I didn't mind, but candy corn was also also we'd get like the uh, tootsie roll pops. Yeah, and they were okay. Sure, that was that, good. That would, I'm not and, a big lollipop guy though, because I'd rather just get the candy on the. Well, inside. what I would what I would uh, do but, is you know, you'd start eating holiday, the shit. That would end. I I would probably get done the lollipops around February. Like that shit would stay around for a while, and I'd just grab oh, them. But, yeah, no, I, I that is gone by November third. Really, I not not the lollipops. Oh, no. Even though the thing is, my parents when I got home from Halloween, Halloween night, I I didn't have to limit anything. I could have eaten every bit of candy that night. They never said like you can have two pieces before you go to bed that first night. They, they tried. I was a sneak thief. Yeah, no, I was allowed to keep mine in my room and just eat it whenever I wanted. Me too. I, yeah. There was no any but sort I, of thing. I do remember it. having candy all the way up to Thanksgiving. Almost. Yeah, every I would. Year. I would have it a while. Which is which is just a testament to the, just the stupid amount of candy I would get because I was eating it all the fucking time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like I I was barely. Having well, I wasn't having here, two pieces a day. Here's the That's other, the other sure. thing is I can't I couldn't even stress to you the amount of candy that my mom would keep in the house. So Halloween that uh, maybe that's why it didn't really mean much. She would legitimately have like and and even later when the fun size stuff would go, she would like one for you, eight for me, buying the bags of candy and just have them in our house. So we'd have that full you know fun size bars of every type of candy all year. So it yeah, we never, never really, had candy in my house. Yeah, my mom, that's her big thing. Like right now, I probably could go over there. I'd have to break in because I'm not allowed over. But if I went over there, I guarantee <laughs> you that she – and she would wait and she'd do the whole thing like three – a week after when you can get it really cheap. She'd buy tons. Oh, and we yeah, would you just, go nuts We would that. always have tons of candy the next the day, the candy is like oh, yeah. 50% yeah. off. You no, know, that's, it's, this, it's like, that's like – So uh, why, why do you hate your mother who created this candy palace for you? Like, candy palace. Was, My mom had no was... teeth. Uh, she was a bitch, <laughs> and she would sit on it like, like she was smiling. She had no shame in her that, game. She's fucking the, – the dragon smiled on the fucking thing of goddamn coins. Uh, so I would, I, have, I would have to sneak it. My it precious. It was more like a candy fiefdom. Huh? Plus, she, she, was, she was big on like the, the – when I said about the Heath bar, she was big yeah. on that sort of thing. And, and really, my mom's biggest favorite candy is the fruit and nut bar. And oh, I'd like to go and, and crack that upside her fucking head. I used to get so annoyed with that. And she would always say that I ate it, and my brother would eat it for say he didn't care. Chocolate was chocolate. He was going to eat the fruit and nut bar. And I, I hated it, but I, I I do. Like I said, I like the crunch bar the most. I think the least favorite, though, if I really had to pin down my least favorite, were probably uh, candy that Eric likes, like Dots. And, That's the uh, thing. I will. I will argue. That nobody likes dots. It seems with me, but I love dots, and it's because of the little fun sized dots boxes that I ended up loving these goddamn candies so much, and still buy them in full boxes. Now to that today, but like, uh, they're they're great, man. I don't know. They even made like these awesome things. They're yogurt dots. Like half of it's yogurt, half of it's <laughs> fucking dots. It's delicious. I'm telling you, eating dots on Halloween to me is like going to a buffet and eating lots of bread. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. It's not, what? What are you wasting I, I, your time with? I'm dots? You, I don't like like real big chewy candy like taffy and all that shit. I or like sour. I hate sour patches. I don't think sour is right out, but 
I love dots, and they're probably my favorite candy of all time. But the cr- the mini fun, like fun size crunch bar is the best thing. I don't know how it is anymore, yeah, but it I was the I best. Really, and like you said, Halloween. you said the perfect thing is I liked it when it was more of like a little brick. Yeah, that it yeah. had some substance. Now it to is it. like a flat. It's almost like a yeah. mini bar. Well, that's why I don't now. like the bar. The bar is exactly. very thin. I hear and it's you. Just it, it, it's, the composition is totally different. I could definitely see how you would choose one over the other. But now the dots you're talking about those little those little kind of jelly oh, things. Yeah, right? little multi-colored yeah, jelly deals. And they're the hard as the rock. Those What's were that? buttons like, in my mind. Buttons. That's what it was. So I was I the acid tab candies. That's right. I couldn't stand those dots. Another one, though, you, you start eating it, you, it activates your dental plan immediately. You're calling the dentist the next day. I'm like, Jesus Christ. But, yeah, I was not a big fan of those. Uh, like, I, I, I'm never, I, I don't like gum, so that that is my one of my least favorite. But I have to go with Reggie. The candy that makes me the most sick ever is candy corn. And yeah. it's only because I can't stop you myself eat from exactly. eating anything. You so stop. you eat a lot. And, it, like, the first couple, you're like, okay, I got it. Oh, good. And then it gets bad quick. And yeah. then it makes you ill, and yeah, so I, I can't take. You that. got you got to take your time with it. Like this, no other candy is allows me to do this. Where I, you know how it's, you got the orange end, you got the yellow middle, and you got the white tip. You, <laughs> yeah. you take the tip, you take the white tip off, and you stick them on your canines. You have makeshift vampire teeth yeah, right yeah. there, and it's delicious. The best thing I like is that each of the colors has such a unique flavor to it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I used to go in with a with a razor and a fucking magnifying glass. Yeah. I'd have to like make a little feast out of it. Yeah, uh, the threshold on candy corn is really low though too. I think you can only eat maybe four. Yeah, and then you start getting ill. Yeah, well, then you I'm, have I'm a bad think, stomach. I'm thinking of other candies that I like for Halloween. I do really like Kit Kat bars too. Kit Kats and I are do, like one of my second favorites. And I, I don't these are, it, like you said, Reggie. One of the things to me though with. Uh, Halloween, I number one. Now my mom did buy a lot of candy, but personally, I don't buy a lot of candy. So that yeah. was like one of those. Like if I got money as a little kid, I wasn't running to buy candy. I I yeah. get like a fucking hoagie or something like that. But yeah, so candy. But even so, because it was just available at my house, I guess that was the case. But the other thing uh, that we'll go into now is I hate making costumes. And my mom and dad never really bought me costumes. So I was stuck trying to make costumes on, on my own uh, with no talent for it and, and, and procrastinating. So my costume Home economics work, didn't work out for no, you? No, well, this is way before that. And really, home ec, uh, we had to make a pillow the one year, and I chose the T-shirt pillow, and I fucked that up. <laughs> all, I had to do was, all you had to do was sew the, the freaking, you know, the neck and the bottom and the, the arms. I, I couldn't do that, but yeah. Basically, well, I made a Star Wars apron. Well, yeah. Well, basically, my uh, unless my mom would go out, and they really didn't. They didn't because they didn't go out with me trick or treating. They really left me on my own. I remember that my best costume because we said we we're going to talk best and worst. My best costume was probably one of the only years they bought me a costume, and I tried to find it today to make sure I wasn't just thinking this, but it was a <laughs> it was a Luke Skywalker. Uh, X-Wing pilot costume, but it just was the plastic, you know, mask. And then when yeah, you right. had that vinyl freaking, you know, yeah. the, the part Hi- that you, you put on. flammable tunic. Yes, yes. That exactly. smelled like I said to Eric. It always reminded me, did you ever have one of those uh, tunnels as a kid, those plastic tunnels? It, it always smelled like that. And it was just, it stunk. 
But I had this, and I was so excited because I had this Star Wars costume. And the the one big thing about that, though, is you're bound to run into like 17 other kids with the same goddamn costume. Oh, yeah. Especially with the, And this was when I was at my old house in these apartments. So you'd go around, but yeah, there I am thinking I'm so special with my Luke Skywalker. I saw like 15 of them, 18 fucking Darth Vader's. And this was probably like 78. So it was huge. See, at least uh, yeah. you had that. The costumes, like when, like uh, when I was really young, the big costumes that they sold everyone was you had the plastic mask, then with the little like uh, rubber band that went around, and then a smock with a picture of the character yeah, you're trying that's to be. Ridiculous. Yeah, you didn't, even, you didn't even look like the character. You no. looked like an advertisement. Yeah, for the you character. were just exactly. saying, "Look, I like this." That's what they sold everyone when I was a young kid. Like, the best one I actually had was a freaking lion-o from the Thundercats. Because yeah. I had the sword already, so I already had a prop to go with it. But it's just a smock with the lion-o on it and a lion-o freaking, yeah, like, little plastic ridiculous. mask. Yeah, by Blame. then. I'm, uh, but, yeah, that was my best costume. My worst costume ever was one of these where I think that I came home from school, and it was Halloween. And we were going to uh, – I wasn't going to go. I don't think I was going to go, and then at the last second, my one friend convinced me, so I needed to have a costume. Don't so be I a grabbed, party pooper, Jim. I, well, I, they didn't have to go with me. I wasn't stopping them. Uh, I ended up getting my bed sheets and cutting them with, with uh, scissors to make, and I wrapped them around myself like a mummy, but the problem was I didn't have a way to attach the pieces pins. together. Uh, so I kind of just kind of – I think I tried to tape it. And as I walked around, I was just losing the whole costume. It was just tape. <laughs> I was. It was just falling off the whole time. The and I remember. And even stretch. then, I had that, and I had a garbage bag that I was using to, for candy. And I ended up with just a guy with a guy. And I think I told some. Like I started telling people I was a garbage man. I don't know. I made up some <laughs> stupid shit because I was embarrassed. And yeah, and I was just leaving fucking you know strips of goddamn fucking bed sheets. <laughs> then I got in trouble because the bed sheet. It was a disaster. It really was. Uh, the only other time I had a crazy costume was later. Uh, the only I only ever went to one Halloween party. So this was you know I was probably twenty five, twenty six. And I didn't have a costume. It took that this, long? Yeah, this was – what's that? It took that long for you to get invited to a Halloween party? And I just never went. I, I, uh, I'm telling I you. I just crashed it. And anyway, yeah. I'll tell you, um, I don't think I've ever had any friends who personally have ever had a Halloween party. It just was not big with the people that I was friends with. This was more with work. Uh, you tell me our, you want me to throw you a Halloween party? Dude? No, I wouldn't go. Uh, there, there's the uh, our landlord for our, our work had, was having a Halloween party. So we were all had to go. I didn't want to go. I tried to get out of it. The last second I was told I had to go for work. So I didn't have a costume. So my boss, Bud, had his old Navy uniform. And I'm telling you, I was in better shape. But Bud was a really small guy. So when I put this thing on, it was skin tight. And I look, and I remember putting it on. And I came out. And uh, the, the guy, uh, I was living with my friend Herb. And his girlfriend's dad was there. It was crazy. And I walk, and he goes, you look like the gayest version of the Cracker Jack kid that I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, fuck this. And I, I took it off again. Then ended up going out and buying a, uh, a doctor's, it was like a doctor's smock and a thing. And I got uh, white face yeah, paint. And went as, I went as Dr. Giggles. 
I said nice. I was like this clown fucking doctor, and it was awful. But yeah, I was. And then they I were just mad imagine at those me. doctors from the dream sequence of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, yeah. And, and the problem was when I got to the party, my boss Bud's like, "What the hell happened? Where's the you know where's the Navy outfit?" And I'm like, "I don't know." They were saying that I look you know this or that, and they they got so angry at me that they went home. And then the next day, Louise, the the one guy, the boss's wife, who was our boss as well, came in and said, "I'll tell you, Bud wasn't gay last night." I'm like, nobody was saying anything about Bud. Wow. It was, the guy made fun of me, and I was like, I don't want to deal with this. And I, I, it was the worst costume. Uh, but, yeah, what was your – Eric was big on costumes. Like, oh, I loved costumes. Yeah. What, were you, what was your favorite? Well, the thing is, I had an advantage because, like, uh, going from, like, early teens, preteens, my mother got really big into Halloween, so we always had an excess of, like, decorations, costumes. Like, it filled the entire attic. So – but when I was a kid, I saw – do you remember the movie Spaced Invaders? Yeah. With the little Martians running around, the little animatronic Martians. And they're like – you know, it, almost, it was almost like a response to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I only remember the, the cover of the VHS right. cover. Well, in that movie, the little girl, her father was a special effects guy. So he made her the most badass alien costume you could ever fucking think of for a child having. So when I saw this book, I told my mother, I want to be like a space alien. So she fucking worked and worked on trying to make this thing. Ultimately, though, what it turned out being was a cardboard box wrapped in like aluminum foil with like those uh, those dryer tubes out the back for arms like like coming out <laughs> and like nice. little dials from like the goddamn like stoves and shit. Cause she worked at like an appliance parts for like it stoves and shit. She made me like an alien robot. And I looked at this thing. And I'm like, I am not where I was the most ungrateful piece of shit you could ever think of. And I hate this th- thinking back of this, how terrible I was. So I quick put together, like, I put on a freaking uh, a red sweatshirt and sweatpants set, pinned a goddamn devil tail to my back. And ha- I had this little cow that went over my head with devil horns, this little latex deal, and went out like that. But that was probably the worst experience I ever had at Halloween, just thinking back at how terrible I was at my mother for working on this costume so goddamn hard. But and later that's, on, in that's the, when she turned to the company of men. Yes, well, that and that in the bottle. <laughs> no, both of those are very constant. <laughs> yes, but, yes. And uh, I'm not best, saying just a liquid bottle either. But that's beside the see, point. See, I've had some really cool costumes I've really liked as like you know like a like a late teen and early adult. But like my favorite costume as a kid is actually something I put together too, where it was a Frankenstein, and I had this little like you know brown kind of like almost like hoodie material with a zipper. I mean not brown, it was gray. But I had this freaking these bolts that like latex onto my neck. I had these black shoes, and I had this freaking like cowl for like the uh, the Frankenstein head that came on. And I thought it was like as a kid, it was like the coolest goddamn costume I could think of, besides for that space alien and space invaders. Yes. That was my favorite. But like I was 18, I put together this badass Ash from Evil Dead. Like I had a chainsaw hand and I got this freaking button down blue shirt that I tore the one sleeve off of. And I like I even got a freaking watch to put on because the character had a watch on. I was all attention to detail on this one. That was probably one of my best. 18. That's already the cosplay era. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It it has gone from Halloween to cosplay. Well, we always put on a big display at the house. Once my mom got married to my stepdad and we actually had a house. We always we set, started like working on things in late August, like uh, planning out ideas and shit, and building these freaking um, like they weren't animatronics because we were not fucking geniuses or you know mildly smart, but we put stuff <laughs> together so it would like be a big display, and we'd like, save a bunch of cash so we could buy one of the biggest displays for like a Halloween adventure or something like that. 
And like we even set up stuff like yeah, we wanted to make sure that our smoke machine would actually just like stay low to the ground. So we set up a cooler system where it would funnel through an actual cooler filled with ice to chill out the freaking smoke uh. and actually keep it at the ground. We put a lot of thought in this, and even like so the Army of Darkness one was my big idea because I like to say I put a lot of work into this. I was an asshole where I like I would plan some stuff out, but then I want to hang out with my friends. I don't want to spend the time to do shit. And I like she would end up doing most of the work and call me. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Ma? I helped. I would not help. But for this Army of Darkness theme, I like I'm, I'm gluing skeleton arms like those really cheesy skeletons that like just dangle. But I'm like super gluing them together so they can have like action poses and gluing swords in their hands, and then putting lines across the fences so they could stand like and I drill through their chest to put the lines through. Put a lot oh. of work into that. My 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 family just that we there was no displays. It was no. Just, yeah no. My my mom would give out candy. I told you this, Eric. My mom would give out. We'd candy. have like a cardboard witch. I bet you had something no, like we that. We didn't even right? have that. Nothing. No, we would just that. you would fancy. have the light on and somebody would knock and my mom had this huge bowl of candy. Would give out candy and then I said my dad would. I can't stress enough how much how lazy. And fat, my dad was. He would be in the next room, and my mom would continuously. Now, I realized this later, the one year I decided to help my mom give out candy, that uh, she would get the candy and like, oh, now, oh, what are you? And they, oh, I'm a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. And then my dad has the same name. She'd yell, and, Jimmy, come out and see this kid. You got to <laughs> see this costume. And he'd go, what the fuck? Do I want to see this fucking costume? And then she's like, oh, my goodness. And then they'd go. Then the next person would come and oh, what are you? Oh, I'm Hulk Hogan. Jimmy, you got to see this. You like the wrestling. What the fuck do I want to see this fucking thing? And it was constant the whole entire night. And people would run away. And I'm telling I, that was the one and only time that I gave out candy because then then I real, then I said to my mom, listen, because the, the way we had it, we had like a you'd go in the front door and then there was another door there was just this little coat room type thing i said mom you gotta keep that you gotta keep that other door shut and don't fucking bother him he doesn't want to see these (laughs) costumes i said do you ever in your mind can you imagine him getting his fat ass up and looking out the the fucking door at a costume the guy would not want to it really he barely got up to take a shit and the one thing is eric will know in our houses there was no downstairs bathroom. My dad built a downstairs bathroom just so he didn't have to walk well, up the stairs. We, that we is the only reason. We had one in our house. Yeah, we wow. didn't. The, the style we had, we didn't. It was a closet. He converted that. The guy would never, you know, he wouldn't even put a, a nail to a piece of whatever. He's converting a fucking closet into a bathroom. <laughs> uh, fucking now, nonsense. But yeah, Reg, he, and Reg, all, the whole time. Oh. What's that? I'm sorry, go ahead. I thought you were finished. No, no, I just said it it, it reminded me of if you can imagine a huge, fat Archie Bunker sitting on a chair and Edith (laughs) going, Archie, look at this costume. (laughs) Yeah, Edith, you fucking whore. And that's all it was the whole night. It was nonsense. It was it was the worst. Uh, that's the only reason probably why I did end up finally going out on every Halloween because I just wanted to get the hell out of that place. But, yeah, I would take my brother around. I'm just thinking of that. But, Reggie, what is your uh, best costume and worst? I got to say, I don't think I ever uh, put together a costume for Halloween in my life. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not. I did the, that one was, time, you, I think, really. Yeah, well, my, my mom made me a little red devil. She was actually pretty good at sewing. Right. So she put together a little Red Devil costume. I remember I probably had that for a couple of years, and then later that cape became part of a vampire costume. Uh, yeah. And then I don't think I had a costume like for the next ten years. And then when I was in, when I was about twenty-five, I went to a Halloween party 
where uh, a girl that I would eventually date for the next five, maybe I was 24, uh, I would date her for like five or six years after that, and I went to her party, and I borrowed my friends, just like you did, his fucking uh, doctor scrubs. Yeah. Oh, really? Just like, the, you know, I, I mean, I, I just, what's funny is I, I've worn costumes on other occasions for other reasons, but... Uh, for role-playing, I, I got you. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. you know, or, or you know, put Warping. a UPS uniform on so I can, you know, <laughs> pen, enter magic someone's missile. house. And, magic uh, yeah. missile. Were you yelling that at any point during <laughs> yeah, the life? Right, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no. so, you, again, you're, you're just like me. It was not yeah. a big deal. It was nothing. I, I was thinking one year I actually got uh, – I put on a pair of, like, slacks, a shirt, and then had a sweater where I draped over the arms over my shoulder, and I went as the youngest college student. That was probably like when I was like 12. Doogie then, Hauser, I got yeah, you. And then later on, I did have that story where uh, me and my buddy, now this is where we'll probably go to next is when we think it's too old to trick or treat. And this was definitely too old to trick or treat. I think I was 16. And uh, my buddy Pete's brother, Jay, decided like he, he would demand that we do things like he'd just show up and say, hey, we're doing this. And he just came over. We're going to we're going and uh we're going trick-or-treating. I'm like, hey, we're too old. No, 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 we're going. And me and my buddy Pete decided we were going to be uh, nerds. And basically my my costume was just dress up normal. The, the worst part is it was just <laughs> but But I went and I bought like reading glasses, actually popped out the lenses, and then just put tape around you know the the there deal to have what, the what's tape wrong with that? and then i and then i got G- reggie and then i super glued it together and then i yeah and then i'm what's like oh look that? i'm eric shea i'm america's sweetheart no that's so we did that now, and that's where we were walking around the guy jumped out uh and started yelling like ogre and he's like nerds and he grabbed me and pete big dude and he pulled us in the house and i talked about this on the regular podcast but he pulled us in the house, and then I'm telling you, he didn't he didn't have an end game to this and had no idea. Through. And so he pulled us in the house, and we're standing there. He's like, oh, how are you doing, guys? Okay, you can leave. Well, okay. Uh, get it out of like, my house. He, he really didn't have an idea. Now, on wow. my street, uh, like Eric said, there was a family that was really into Halloween. So you would go, and you would actually go through their house, and they turned it into a, uh, a haunted house. Haunted base. Yeah, yeah and it was, that, was, that was okay. Like, I didn't actually like it because, again, this was cutting in. I, I don't like to be out aside a lot. So this was like, okay, I have to go through this. I have to go through this fucking house. Ten minutes. I, I'm still getting the sand. And I don't even know that they actually gave out candy. And then the best was at the end, they had a thing that you could leave tips. I'm like, fuck that. Tips. See, uh, over on Tyranny Gym, back when I was still, like, you know, going trick-or-treating, there was, a, like, a bunch of, like, neighbors and shit who, mm-hmm. like, they didn't have fenced in yard. So all of these, like, it was, like, another, like, backyard on Hickory as well, so they all yeah. connected at the corner. So it was a shit ton of room that they it was all connected. They built this giant maze that, like, went yeah. over all the property, That's and they would do cool. this for, like, four or five years until I guess it became too much. Yeah. But it was it was the best display. And, Reg, you got to understand, where Jim and I grew up, they called it Kitty. The cops called it Kitty City. It was a whole development of twin houses that freaking went on for street after street. Yeah. And it was just young couples who had kids and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, everybody had kids. And really, if you see any cartoon or TV show that they show the the neighborhood where everybody goes and drives there and everybody goes in, it was our neighborhood. That you would have over you know hundreds 
of houses at that point just giving oh, yeah. out candy. And yeah, it was oh, crazy. Oh, dr- drive there for Halloween, not just to see yeah, Jim yeah. Warner and Eric. No, Shane. nobody no, would drive there to see yes. because it was kind of a, a slum area. But but Halloween had kicked ass because there was Halloween all these. Halloween was, was the best. Yeah, and that goes into the costumes as well, where I would have my initial costume that I would put a lot of time and effort in. And we had from when I was doing it, we had from six to nine was the trick or treating times. Yeah. So I would go out right at the freaking, you know, I'm waiting like at the starting line, waiting for the gun to go off. Bam, me and my buddy would hit the freaking road. We would hit up every side of the street, every street we could. We'd quick run back to my house because we had all these costumes in my house. We'd change up and go back out and hit the exact same thing we did before. And we would try to do this as many times. And I got like three and a half one year. And my haul was amazing. Yeah, I um, did. You ever did you ever get bounced at one of that? Like, hey, weren't you here before, kid? No, you know what I mean. You Grab this kid, take his you, picture. Don't ever give him candy again. I was blackballed for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, you were. No, because if I came in like if uh if I didn't have a mask on the first time, I would put on like a Wolfman mask the next time. Put on some gloves and maybe like a flannel shirt. Go back out, and then I'd put on another mask. Yeah, I uh, my whole haul. I would just. There was enough to do. For me, I just went through the whole neighborhood. But I do remember uh, bigger kids that were just riding around and really looking for kids that weren't from the neighborhood so that they could fucking they beat up trouble. because yeah. they came in. Um, but, yeah, they, they hardcore. would. Yeah, it would they, it, because there was a lot of, you know, us and all the other douchebags. Yeah, 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 well, there was a lot of douchebags. But, yeah, I, I would just go around uh, that one time. And I, I really at, at the point when I was a little kid – it seemed like everybody was giving out candy. My mom still yeah. lives back there, and when I did talk to her, I would go back. You know, I'd go over at Halloween because I'd take my kids for my mom to see them, and uh, hardly anybody gave out candy anymore. That's I, crazy. I'm telling you, it was yeah. such an event back there, and like behind the Grundy house, that's what we called it. Like Grundyville is what we called it, and also the cops called it Kitty City. But it was like an event at Halloween. Every like most like 95 percent of all these hundreds of houses would participate yeah, and yeah. it was amazing anymore yeah. i go back there it's, it's ridiculous no it's funny and we were talking about the haunted house and the thing there actually was in our town every year there was a haunted house that i don't know were you ever old enough eric that you remember the haunted house no i do that not this recall was a haunted house in town. where they'd have it over where they have like a historical building Okay, uh, over, yeah, I never made my way my down house. that way. Yeah. That was always turned into a haunted house, and the one year it caught on fire, and actually somebody became a burn victim, which Eric Oh, my like. God. But, Uh-oh. yeah, the thing, it really, like nothing was up to code. Story. Nothing was up to code or anything. It was just, and they'd always get, and, and really, they'd get our, <laughs> our art teacher. He would do it, and all the people would do it, and it was like, oh, and you would pay, but the, it was run by the students, but nothing was ever up to code or anything, and well, that's they like, really that got actually, in a lot of trouble. That's funny you mentioned that because when I was 18, I was like, uh, when, like my senior year of high school, I was in this art league and he had this side project, I guess it was like he does mm-hmm. landscaping and whatnot. Yeah. But we, for this, uh, after school, like, uh, activity we had, we would go to the Bethlehem, uh, community center, uh, no, the Bethlehem Discovery Center, I'm sorry. And we set up this gigantic, like, haunted house yeah, maze that, there. That's probably just because he had done that all those years. And then, you know, you Oh, he it was amazing all the shit. He wasn't we allowed to do it anymore. So yeah, Eric, if you did, when you were part of the art league, did you have to fight the Legion of Music? Yeah, he no, did. did the, not Legion fight the Legion of Music. And it was the, pretty uh, much a bunch of you know the League of Losers. <laughs> a bunch of young kids getting together like co-ed and going off on their own outside of school and being able to still like fuck around. Yeah, and yeah. do the drugs. I know how it is. I know yeah, what goes yes, on. You know the deal. Uh, but yeah, I uh, just to say about like trick or treating. We're talking about trick or treating. Uh, my kids, obviously, now they go. 
uh, and I do go with them, and I go, and, and I'll do the opposite. Like, we don't even get home before I start eating their candy. Like, they go, and they're like, huh? I'm like, what's going there? And the, a couple things that I've noticed about my kids, and when I talked to Eric with him, when he went with his brother, it's the same thing. Number one, my kids are already, the minute they head out, they're, they're looking at the time. They want to go home. Yeah, and what they, the they, fuck? They, <laughs> uh, we have a, a set, like, route that we go that ends up being, like, one of the roads in our – we have, like, a lot of blocks in a row where I live. And one of the roads is completely uh, cordoned off, and it's a church that actually has – and it's, it's – I'll give them credit. A lot of these churches are, like, take back the night and, you know, the, the only ghosts are in heaven and stuff like that crazy shit. And even the oh, one year – the one near Eric's is, one the one near Eric's house actually has one of those classic the horror houses that are like the the ills it's of so society bad. and you actually oh. go oh it's the best you go into I an abortion yeah you go into an, crazy, a, a uterus and they're like putting the fucking oh, goddamn so... like goddamn uh, uh hangers, hangers oh, and yeah. stuff yeah, every, like that. every year in the Lower East Side, they, they, they have this real expensive-ass haunted house you walk through. Uh, I only did it once, like probably 10 years ago, but they do it every year. And it's like some of the some of the best effects people and makeup people yeah. work on it. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I've always wanted to see the the ha- House of Horrors, you yeah. know, society's those evils. Things are, those things like, are huge now. Like they have – some churches actually, from great. what I've heard, have – like th- that's their business now that they they'll give you like you, you'll pay for a you know what am I saying like a uh, a set thing where you can get the sets and they'll show you how to set it up and like all oh, these yeah. things can have it. But we went it's to a one. Big, it could be a big production yeah. too, you know. Well, I mean, we went to one. It, it was stuff. it was okay. It wasn't a huge production, but it was okay. But not okay. It was awful. And in fact, at one point, uh, you would go in and the best was this was the first time that I was involved in something where you you have to sign and I put Eric's name in his email oh, just so he could get some mail. But you go nice. in and I'm telling you, there was like different rooms. Like, okay, come to the uh, the abortion room. And you're, oh, no, what is I don't going think on? I will. And then, but one was actually the homosexual room. Yeah. And you'd go and it's like you had this and it was the I wanted to punch this guy in the face. There was a guy like prancing around like I mean the, the worst like, <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on? You like how I look? And like the yeah, guy had like a bra nice. on the outside of his shirt, like, shit yeah. like that. I'm oh, like, yeah. who like the fuck are you? Bills. And they're like, yeah, this, yeah. this is, is what you'll get. You like me, huh? Here's what you get. And you go into this room, and all of a sudden, there's like freaking people with like the hands coming through, like the oh my, through the wall and shit, grabbing you. Like, what the fuck? Are you? I was so I, I'm angry. surprised you just didn't walk in and the freaking just on the wall was painted AIDS. Yeah, oh um, shit, yeah, they were kind of doing understand. that. And then when when you would come out the other end, there would be somebody like the pastor or somebody from the the congregation, and they would give you like a sermon. And so when you walk in, like. In, in Leviticus 32, and I'm like, oh, I, I want to get that. You're, you're driving me insane. I thought I was going insane, and my kids were like, Dad, what the fuck are you taking us to? Reggie, and we, Reggie, we just went he gave just them down. my freaking email address. Oh, yeah, yeah the, that's what that's happened. Awesome. They're like, so at the beginning, you sign up. I'm like, oh, Eric God. Shea, and then I had his email because I had set up his email. That's the best thing. The only reason I knew his email was because I was the one who set it up for him. Yeah. This was probably weeks into or well if i would say it, it was a couple months after the site started because yep, it would have wow. been that first october and i didn't know so what this was is going. like in the last this is like in the last few years this We're is like three years ago saw yeah. in like no no this is like three years yeah. ago and we That's went incredible. 
because you my into kids, the Twilight Zone. <laughs> my kids, my kids had heard about this, and they wanted to go because they. I'm telling you, you look from the outside, and they're having like it looks know, like a black party. Yeah, they're having. They'll. Oh my God, you go and you get these tickets. You can have some apple cider. They're gonna make you a hot dog and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, shit went wrong. It, it really. All was of a sudden, they had ridiculous. an agenda. Yeah. You guys have oh, color TV out agenda. there or what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was scary. But yeah, it's it was hilarious. the ills of society. I forget what Someday, they called it. I, I got to go there and I got to go to the Creation Museum in Kentucky. Those are no. two of my. Oh, that's not where they have Noah's Ark, is it? Did I you believe that's, that? I believe it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to their Twitter page and people just rip them apart. And, uh, I don't know. But yeah, this was this is a, a true. I bet you they have the same thing coming up in next weekend i'm sure so they do i have to go look thing. to see if the flyers are up yet oh so and and the way they got us was my kids had heard from somebody at school and they didn't have it actually on uh halloween night is where i think they they made a a good decision it was because, it was mischief night wasn't it yeah it was like that or like two days before but it was one of those where the my kids are like oh we can do this and then go trick it was the worst it, it well, really was. Well, this uh, just to tell you, this church, I drop Eric off and I go by each day and occasionally I'll get to see a fetus there on a big sign outside yep. of the church. And, you it know, is the most like disturbing that. goddamn yeah. thing. And I'm like, really? That's, uh, that's what we have? I think that have? fetus is actually baby Jesus, Jim. It uh, was so. baby Jesus. And I, I, I pray to him. I'm like, baby, what if baby Jesus baby was aborted, Reggie? Yes. Yeah. What would wow. happen then? What would happen then? But yeah, uh, I don't know where we were even getting with my town. kids. Now, this this where I where I started the story was my this place uh, this church a couple uh, streets down they have the whole uh, street blocked off they they don't play any games I'm telling you 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 go there they're giving you out some candy and food and then at the, like the one guy will come around like oh do you belong to a church no well how about you know checking out our thing here and if you'd like you can come that's all they do they don't push anything so i'm like i'm, I'm down we go there and yeah. they have a band playing and stuff and it's pretty cool but and presbyterians like, ain't too pushy no whatever it is because and this is what i'm we go down i think it's three blocks we go down that street and then we go home and my kids are already asking to go home so <laughs> like, I, oh, I don't want to do this so we usually go like it starts at six we leave at the, you know, I'm I'm no fool, Reggie. I go at five fifty nine. Yeah, but yeah right. I, we go out, and it's probably by seven. They're already ready to go home. I'm like, See, okay, even whatever. that, I'm done. I took my little brother out. It was he was actually too old to go, but he's he's autistic. He kind of you know he's really he comes off younger. Um, mm-hmm. but he was sixteen years old, and I'm like, I, I was like over at my parents. I was like, you know, I'm gonna take you, out, buddy, because my sister had a group of friends that she was going. She's seventeen. All these seventeen-year-olds are going out. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Girls can but get they, away with it though. And but say they were girls and some guys, yeah. but uh. They're going off on their own, and they're really treating my brother like a piece of shit. So I'm like, I'm going to go with you, man. Let's, let's hit these fucking houses. I'll show you how to do this shit right. We get down the one street and come back around, you know, and then we go down the next. You know, All right, are we done? No, we are not done. I, I made his Halloween probably terrible because he just wanted to go home. We are not fucking going home. We're doing this shit right. Wow. Yes, yeah, yeah. My kids just – and really, they're pushing me to go to the – uh the Halloween adventure store now. Yeah. Um, and all they really get, my kids just want masks. They don't ever get like a full thing. They'll put a mask on and go, uh, Zach, my uh, oldest son that lives in the house, he'll probably get a sweater on and say he's Jerry Seinfeld again. Uh, at one point he was also <laughs> Ross, 
Ross from Friends was one of the years. He's the worst. There you go. Ross from Friends. That's, uh, that's, that's, yeah. that's a nice scary costume. Oh, yeah. It's the scary, problem with right. that Spirit Halloween shit is I'm a bigger guy. and I uh, The last time I bought an actual costume when I, like, they come in those packs at the, the Halloween shop, it's probably like six years ago because I was running late. I had to get to like – I wanted to buy something because I had a Halloween party the next night. So I just grabbed this, and then I never ended up wearing it because it didn't fit me. Yeah. Was, did you get a worst. discount that year because Jess quit her fucking job to get a job at the fucking Halloween Adventure Store? That actually might have been that goddamn year. <laughs> yeah, Reggie, wow. the one year Eric's uh, <laughs> girlfriend, Jess, as everybody knows, uh, she decided she didn't want to work at a regular job, so she was going to get a job at the Halloween Adventure Store. No, and no, I, it's, I, it's not, it wasn't even a regular job. It was just like a part-time. Yeah. Like well, cold. that's the thing. The thing it is, only can be. not seasonal. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. problem. It's a yeah. pop-up it, store, right? It yeah. just comes and Th- goes. Aren't, right? Well, that's the thing, and you kind of said to her from what you had told me, like, you, what is this going to do when, when Halloween's over? Yeah. And she thought it was, you know, all year round. You know, everybody wants a costume in August. Oh, it's the coolest job. Yeah, it's the coolest job for two months. Yeah, yeah. Wow. a cool shop in two months with kids that are home for two weeks from college. You, yeah. You know, and there you are. You're trying to make a living at the goddamn Halloween store. So angry. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he was so angry. Oh, that's it's ridiculous. Amazing. Uh, but, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, Reggie, do you, when was the last time you went trick-or-treating? What age did you go? Well, you know, I actually, I actually have one old Halloween memory when I was in sixth okay. grade. Yeah. So I guess I must have been 11. Okay. And I ended up at a friend of mine, Alexandra's house, and she had a couple of her girlfriends over and we were like sitting around discussing whether we should even go trick-or-treating and we decided the last second we did and they like threw a bunch of makeup on me probably made me look like a girl i'm guessing i, don't, I really don't even remember they might have made me look like a, a frankenstein or something and we kinda, sort and of that, frankenstein so, so the last the last time i trick-or-treated i was fucking 11 i you yeah, know i, I really never young. went together never even thought about it yeah yeah, I uh, like I said, so, I had that one so year. Yeah, I had that one year where I was the nerd that I was uh, gone. But I really, to me, and with my kids, even like Zach is is seventeen now, uh, but he or sixteen, he's almost seventeen. He um he still goes with us, but he doesn't really trick or treat. He kind of he kind of delves in there a little. He dabbles while we're going. He lingers but, in at the yeah, last time. Like, but something. it's weird because my son Rafe is thirteen, and that's my cutoff really. Thirteen to me, I think maybe get away at fourteen. Uh, but as a guy, I think thirteen ends 13, it to me. I think yeah, should be the cutoff. I would say and that's the problem right, is yeah. though, I see my son Rafe, and I could see him continuing. Uh, and the, it, things get a little skewed. If you have a younger brother or right, you know right. what I mean, like you're then you're 14, yeah. your younger brother's eight. You're going to take him out and you can kind of get away with it as well. Plus, I said, yep. girls seem to be able to go till they're 19 in freaking sexy outfits. Then, yeah. But, sure. uh, but in general, I, I think 13 is the deal. And I said to, to Eric, there is that weird transition period to me where and this happened with almost all my kids that, that have gotten older, Zach and uh, Alex. That you go from that 13, 14, whatever, and you go from that to wanting to give out candy. Uh, like, that's the next step. Like, now you're too old to go trick-or-treating. Now you're going to sit at the door and give out candy. Something that I can't stand. Who the I, fuck? I hate Whoever that. wanted to do that in the, ever. My kids. I, I my kids that. all end up wanting to do that. I'm like, hey, well, fine. 
once I got past the cutoff point, I'm telling you, we had all these displays at the house and shit. Like, we actually had, like, stuff going on where you'd act stuff out and try to scare and, like, you know, yeah. jump jump scares and shit like that. So I would end up just scaring freaking people coming to get – I actually – I chased off so many young goddamn kids who yeah. never got candy from our house. Oh, it was yeah. so good. I, oh, I, my I, God. That. Right now, you know, I, I, live in a, I live in a building, kind of a complex, and uh, my wife and I, we don't give out shit. I don't need a lot. If kids ring the bell, they get they get a uh, Jim Werner's dad. What the fuck? Are well, you that, be, like, go nuts on yeah, these kids. The reason I'm, why I'm I know, the TV. yeah, the reason why I know that that happened was because that first year that I didn't like officially trick or treat. Because I'm telling you, it was very sporadic with me. I didn't go every year. Um, but yeah, that first year, I decided I would sit with my mom. I'm not a guy. I cannot talk to people at any nope. point. So somebody like ringing the door, there's no way I can deal with that. Like I would go with the no, take now. one, please, and I'd fucking <laughs> bail. Which I'm telling, I've seen my kids. That take one, please. I'm saying, uh, how do people that's a still one do handful. that? You they know do it that's all the not time. a good idea. I see that more now than I ever have. Uh, all the time out uh, when we go. And my kids, that means one handful, and yeah, I yell at them that I'm like, get, get, get some more. I'm like, oh, whoa, they got some crunch bars. Go get those bitches. Get I remember the first. I remember the first time I saw that as a kid, and it blew my mind. And the thing that really blew my mind is that the kid who went up in front of me, he saw this, picked up the whole tray of stuff, and poured it in his yeah, bag, yeah. and then no, there's nothing a left. Dick, that's an asshole. But yeah. Uh, it's weird because, yeah, I, I gave out candy that one year, and it was so embarrassing. My fucking mom yelling, my dad's cursing and all. But uh, the other two, the only other two stories I have uh, really are school stories. And the one was in, in a weird thing, and I don't know if this happened with you, Reggie, because I know, Eric, it didn't. Um, at my school where when I fr- first grew up, that was closer to Philadelphia, um, it was a school where at two times, Halloween and Easter, you would go to school that day or, you know, Easter, it would be that Friday, and you would take off your shoes and put them, and I think maybe even Christmas, but you would put your shoes, all the kids would take off their shoes and put their shoes outside the room of the, the class, and you'd go into the class, and then you'd have your, your classes, and then when you came out, there'd be candy in your shoes. It was the craziest what thing. The and fuck? I'm telling you, I it think that the craziest this, thing, now, if, I don't if you look, there are some, like, I don't know if it's Christmas or Easter. This is like a tradition in like Germany or so. I think yeah, it sounds this like was, an ancient Dutch that, tradition. Yeah, I think that it is. Well, the fucking wooden shoes. But this is why I think that this. Yeah, I think that this just might have been my school. Maybe we. I don't remember the principal or somebody was involved in this or it was something that was just. Well, it would happen all the time on these holidays, and I do remember one uh, Halloween where I have problems with this because my feet stink. They stink to always. high heaven, and they always have. I had stinky feet at three years old. Plus, I never <laughs> wore socks. So I'd have to stink. Which feet. stink. So they yeah. would say, like, hey, uh, okay, everybody take their shoes. And I'd be like, I don't want to do that. And they'd always force me. And then people would fuck, Jesus Christ. And then the worst, I it said, just became a, you became a social pariah yeah, because I wouldn't, of I would, Yeah, they're stinky feet, Werner. And I, I, <laughs> I didn't wear socks. I never did. I don't. I have an issue where I don't like socks. That it. it kind of cramps my style it, it's uh, it is like a, it is an ocd feet. or an autistic type of thing where it, it, the socks always feel too tight 
so I don't wear them. Then it became fashionable, which I mean, was good for me. But uh, right. while at this but point, sticky though. sticky feet has never been in fashion, unfortunately. Well, no. no. Unfortunately, it hasn't. <laughs> the worst, though, is then I would go into the class, and for some reason, they had a classroom pair of fucking socks. And I'd have to wear these fucking socks. <laughs> and they, these things could never have been taken home or anything. Nope. It was just like, I got the fucking classroom socks. And I, I, I was so embarrassed. And then I remember one year that I was going, and they were like, we we're going out in the hall. And Jim, don't forget, give us. You have to take off the classroom socks. I'm like, God damn it! So this happened probably second grade around. And I remember when these holidays, like Halloween, uh, Christmas season, whenever they would have this, I'd stay home. I'd pretend I was sick, and I would stay the fuck home. And I never wow. went on that. And also, uh, I was big on the picture day. Now I don't think I ever had a picture for picture day ever taken of me until my senior year where you kind of really kind of forced and yeah no i don't i would always have picture not available that would have been my name hey (laughs) picture not available it would be in the yearbook every year because i would just stay home and then we'd have makeups and i would stay home again and then that's it they can't have this photographer coming in every day just for me but yeah, that's what people Jim say. Was like that's stealing no, my soul. Even Forget like a mansion. Yes, yeah, right. really. I don't need that. The fucking soul takers. Uh, the the uh, manship. When he says like, "Oh man, my friends say it's bullshit. You never." Pay. This isn't something that I just do now. I, there might be three pictures of me ever taken. Ever. I yeah. can't stand it. And uh, but yeah, You're that. An ugly and, fella. Yeah. Well, and my other things were. Uh, uh, yeah, and you're so great looking there. Fucking damn DP. right. Fucking all upset at me because I took a picture of him with that Dr. Pepper, and he's like, I didn't I even look get the terrible primp. in that. Oh, did, you look primp. like you. That's you, buddy. <laughs> no, he's just fishing your... for compliments. He's such yeah. a handsome old I know. Old you mug. should hear him. That's, That's freaking right. last week where I'm reading an email on the regular podcast, and it's uh, – I forget who it was. I'm like, oh, I, I, I think it might have been Taylor or, or – uh, I forget, but the, the whole email – I forget it was email, a T name. Yeah, the whole email was uh, – Hey, I, I never can put pe- people's faces to things. And then I saw Eric, and Eric the whole time is waiting for the, man, you're a good-looking guy. He never came. Yeah. It, yep. it, it upset Eric's fucking week because he, he, yeah. yeah, he never said it. that was Taylor, yeah. He never said it. He was waiting the whole time. Uh, but, yeah, my other story at school was every year, and I'm sure every school has the uh, Halloween costume, uh, the contest. Yeah, the, the custom contest, and when I we guess, in, yeah. and this went on, right. I'm telling you, this went on all, and I we never, did we did in junior high. Yeah, I would never participate. Well, we had it in my day. You still had it in high school, and what high school in junior high they had a big production. You'd come out and they're like, and here is Jim Werner as Leonardo, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, whatever it would be, and you'd come out. I never participated, but you'd have this whole thing where you'd come out, and it went by applause in. The uh, in senior high, when I went to senior high, it was one of those where you just wear the costume all day. You'd walk around, whatever, and yeah. they'd have certain people were picked. I don't even know if it was the. I guess we would have had that crew. too. I was never picked though. Yeah, and that people would just be like, "Hey, you win!" And it really, if if, <laughs> if there was ever a popularity contest, it was this that Definitely. you know, if you had your friends picking, and my buddy Jamie. Who is? I'll, t- I'll tell you three, two of the things that he did in high school. He's the guy who ran through the school with a starter pistol and a fucking hood or a uh, you know a ski mask, mask on, right. shooting yeah. off, yelling he's going to kill everyone. Didn't even get in trouble. And nice. then our junior guy, and senior assume, years right? yeah. of school, yes. he's the only one ever to win two times in a row for the Halloween costume. And what he went as was alfalfa. From our gang, and, and straight it up was, black, and face. it was full out black, and it you was the worst. Buck 
Uh, buckwheat, yeah, not yeah. alfalfa. Buckwheat, you're right. Buckwheat uh, from the uh, the little rascal. Little rascal, yeah. And Amazing. yeah, he was it. He was it was him in a overalls and blackface and an afro wig, and it just, okay. I was just yeah, he did all day, and I just. It was awful, and, yeah. and, I, and I would sit there, and I'm, and he would win the contest, and they'd announce at the end, uh, the winner of the contest, Jamie Ritter as Buckwheat, and I would, I remember just sitting there, and I'm like, I've got to get the fuck out of this town. This town <laughs> is so fucking backwards that this is happening, and I would even like, not that I was yelling and screaming about, but I just say to him. Why? Why are you doing this? And he'd say, "Cause I win. That that's what I did. I won last year. I'm doing it again. Like somebody else has to win. It was just the worst. And you could wow. go go and find the yearbooks. You'll see it right there. Halloween. Jamie Ritter's buckwheat. And you it should've, just should have gotten a sheet, put a point on it, and gone as a clan member, and then beat yeah. him out and showed him a thing or two. Yeah, I would have showed him all right. No, oh, it's just it was awful. And. uh yeah, it just it, it was terrible. But nobody was. I won that costume contest one year. Yeah, Eighth you grade. Were, were you buckwheat? I was a lady. A lady. Oh. I had a short leopard print dress and oh. bring in, uh, stockings and a did wig you have and a my pink cowboy my... hat. Pink cowboy no, hat. No, no, I did not. No, no. And yeah. Eric, the best was then Eric also had three dates that night. He he just went right from hey. there and made he made some extra money. Uh, yeah. how to make money as a child yes but yeah i'm telling you most again this is like my whole life but most of my halloween memories they're all negative they they really are and this thing with jamie and this buckwheat really threw me off because halloween is satan's birthday i didn't know that and the worst is i left uh i left um what's it called i left quakertown to go to the more progressive west virginia and then uh (laughs) Then I came back to Quakertown, and here I am yeah. sitting here, fucking like, you know, two blocks from the school well, that, but, that celebrated the guy dressing up as buckwheat for Halloween. Same school. Besides for besides that? for that terrible, like, you know, how I feel about thinking back and my mother making that robot costume, me like shunning her for it. The worst Halloween experiences I would have is that I got done. I got I had a big old haul coming back for one of my many trips of going out in the neighborhood. My mother had run out of candy, and she. Forced me to t- like you know give her my candy so she could give it out to other yeah. kids, oh. and I was furious. Oh, that's and communist. Other- that's communist. One right of the there. funniest so things I ever about. heard uh, was David Sedaris. David Sedaris <laughs> talking about he had a, a neighbor who uh, they were away for Halloween and they came trick or treating on November first. And uh, his whole thing was like October 31st, you go in a trick or treat. November 1st, it's begging. And he said that it, the the issue was it was the funniest thing because like you, his mom made him get the candy. And the thing was, him and his sister started shoving candy in their mouths, and yeah. he was kind of allergic to can like uh, ch- <laughs> and he, he really got really sick, but he didn't want anybody to have it. But yeah, I never had that. My my dad would get Fuck a couple. That. You picks. don't come on Halloween, and then you get nothing. I'm sorry, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the deal. It's yeah, a one day type operation. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, my dad originally he might grab stuff from us, but my dad was more of like a. Uh, a tasty, you know, like a, a savory kind he, of fella, well, right? Yeah. Or, but yeah, he'd have like meat sticks and stuff. But he was also uh, he was a big like he was a big guy. tasty Claire fan. That that was like his thing uh, during that time. The yeah. tasty Can, cake, candy tasty is, Claire. Candy is like I mean beginner level shit. He's yeah, yeah. To get his he was not involved with nope. that. Yeah, I mean this is my a guy, dad was like candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My dad was more of the oh my god, they have the McRib. Uh, I better buy 20 and freeze them. 
Uh, he'd have shit. You would go into a, he had a stand up freezer that just had every food item that was uh, like timed. Uh, exactly. Because at one point growing up, the Tasty Claire from the Tasty Cake Company, if you're not aware of it, it's like a chocolate eclair. Uh, that was a big the, deal when they came For the around. longest sure, time, they wouldn't sell them in the summer because they didn't have refrigerated trucks and that the, the right, chocolate right. would melt and, and all that. So my dad would actually talk to the guy. Like he would go to the supermarket and see the guy, the tasty cake guy, stocking the shelves, and he would get the inside info. He was like doing insider trading. And he <laughs> like, hey, buddy, uh, when are they going to stop doing that? Oh, I'll find out. If he, and he would actually go and meet the guy like in a clandestine thing, you know, the guy's wow. fucking deep in a throat. Like, garage, yeah, in a parking know, garage smoking. A, the guy's smoking. And he'd find out that it's going to stop being sold on uh, April 15th. And leading up to that week, my dad would legitimately buy over 50 of these and freeze them all. We would have a stand-up uh, freezer where it would just be – they'd be stacked like uh, gold bricks in there, and you weren't allowed to get near it, though. I, I'd always jump in there and, and shit like that. But he this, also – This explains why he had – why he, you know, put about like 10% of effort into parenting. He had to put yeah. the rest into like hoarding oh my God. for the rest I of the I mean, why would, he, why would he ever go to like a hockey game of mine when he had to meet the guy and find exactly. out when the tasty clairs <laughs> were going to go out of uh, sale? You got to make that meeting, Jim. You end up with a bullet in your head at the bottom really, of the, you know, the whatever true. river. You know? Who knows? <laughs> the, yeah, this guy. There's a lot of shit going down uh, with that guy. But yeah, uh, just in general, like my dad wouldn't grab that. But I, I, if my mom would have probably have said like, "Hey, we need some candy," again, no way. I'd lie and hide it. But like I said, my my parents were never big. They would just say. It's your candy. Just get it out of here. They didn't want it laying around. I wasn't yeah. allowed to, you know, wrappers or anything. As long as I did Sounds that. Sounds like and, there was plenty around. That's why. And, like, and really, it was funny because I, yeah. No, I'd have this big, uh, you know, like a, a trash bag or whatever. And I remember what I would do is I'd, ta- I'd open a candy eat it and I'd throw the trash in with the candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at yeah. the end, it was hard. The You're like thing. scooping through goddamn trash to find that last piece of candy. Yep, like an excavation. Yeah, yeah, it was. And by but... the end, though, because I had a pillowcase, that pillowcase was yeah. like stained brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like mine. Stained yellow, <laughs> if you know what I mean. You know what I mean, boys. You, you sweat a lot in your sleeves yeah, and don't wash pillowcases? Yeah, I'm a sweater. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, the the other thing that I wanted to mention before we uh, end with a couple lists is that uh, if asking if you guys ever did anything with Mischief Night, and uh, that's the day before Halloween usually, and I know I, I know what Reggie's answer is because I've seen, and I even thought about it because, you know, Mischief Night in, in around our area, the biggest thing that would happen as a kid here, you'd get some people with toilet paper, they'd TP TP the fucking houses uh, the trees. They would get some soap. And, and do the soap on the, on the car or whatever. And, and usually, I don't know, in our area, never seemed to be that uh, mean-spirited. I don't ever yeah. remember much in, in our area. But again, where me and Eric grew up, it was this big neighborhood. And a lot of the people kind of, we looked out for our own. So yeah. if somebody starts throwing eggs, you, you might have some issues. I did see on, it's funny, I have this, this uh, outline. And I forgot that if Eric, you remember last year in our town, they did have an issue where people were throwing a lot of eggs even before Mischief Night. They stopped selling eggs to kids. Oh, I do remember yeah, because I my girlfriend went to go and they, they wouldn't that sell weird? her eggs. I, I forgot all about this, but last yeah. year in Quakertown, they stopped selling like halfway through October and no kids were allowed to go and buy eggs. And I thought it was weird because yeah, – Prohibition like on said, eggs out of nowhere. Growing up, usually it was like – 
you know, I would be there. And if me and Eric grew up together, it'd be one of those like, hey, we're going to get Shay's house. This, you know, shit yeah. like that kind of. And I, I really I wasn't involved. I was too scared. I was always afraid that I was going to get in trouble. But that's what it would be. I, as some of my friends would say like, oh, we're going to get this girl's house. Well, you know, it was. It was it was kind of in in I mean, good I spirits. I guess whatever whatever I got up on Halloween, there was always evidence that shaving cream and eggs had been sprayed yeah. around. But yeah. I, I never engaged in that, or was even like you know invited to anything like that. Never even uh, considered it. But I do remember from junior high on, whatever day was closest to Halloween at school. Yeah. After school, it was open season. I mean, the, the really? eggs, the shaving cream, like. Uh, People would go nuts, the, the bullying, the beating up, and all yeah. kinds of craziness. You know, good, I remember good fun. When, yeah. I was, when I was in junior high, a lot of kids were wearing those triple fat goose trench coats. That was right. big at that time. And those were super expensive. So to protect those from the eggs and shaving cream, they would go home with them inside out and really? uh, basically get the inside of their coats ruined. So mm-hmm. that, that was yeah. really That's my crazy. only memory of anything ever happening. Uh, the only thing that ever happened personally to me was there was one year, this is probably – eight years ago, 10 years ago, where I went out uh, and my car was completely cut. Somebody went loose, let loose with maybe three dozen eggs on my car. (laughs) I I do have to think it was somebody that was targeting my wife. They were, they, you know, she has a lot of enemies. You know, I'm a good guy. Nobody hates me. You're talking you too. What are you talking about? I really, I really do think that it was something that was, and the, the best though, I, I'm lazy. But so I turned it around, and what I told, like, Tanya was like, oh, we got to go wash it. I'm like, no, no. The terrorists win then. Uh, no way. So my whole thing I was I, thing eat my paint. I, uh, the whole thing, I wanted these people, whoever did it, to drive by each day and go, that motherfucker still hasn't cleaned that car. Like, I wanted them to think that they, it didn't affect me at all, because really it didn't. I didn't care. And uh, wow. yeah, the car ended up stinking so yeah, goddamn bad so from disgusting. the outside. Oh, it was disgusting, and shit was just wrong. I remember it was so many eggs that it was one of those where I did have to, you know, the windshield wipers I had to use, and, <laughs> yeah, and then at kind the of minimum you had to clean the windows off. I assume, yeah, well, kind of. I, I really, I really didn't do much to it. I really, like I said, I even that it's my oh. exact thing where I said to my wife, I'm not letting the terrorists win. I'm not negotiating like with terrorists warrior. here. And yeah, who, who I won in out. this instance, Jim? Who won? Who we all won. No, nobody <laughs> wins, Eric, in war, right? Right. But yeah, I I kept saying that to Tanya. She, I think she ended up like a little bit later. She ended up just taking the car and washing. This also happened to me at one point. I was uh, driving, and a crazy truck ahead of us was uh, hauling the uh, chocolate liqueur. You know, the, oh, the and it had an accident, and it spilled on the road, and I didn't realize, and I went through it. And I almost slid off the road. I mean, it was slippery. I was right behind this thing, and it got all in the wheel well and all that. I didn't watch that either. And next thing I know, I'm driving around. Bees would follow me from all ever. I was like the bee attractive, but I still – I'm too lazy. I don't think – I think I've only ever went two or three times to ever wash a car. To me, you don't have to wash your That's car. That's where all just, the bees went. They all went yeah, to your fucking yeah, car. They That's did. why there's no more in the world. No, I said that was the the thing. I hear of all these bee troubles. Yeah, I was like, there's no bee troubles. They're fucking following me around. God damn it. I hate bees. Never was stung, though. Never in my life. Oh, they I didn't sting me. As far as Mischief Night goes, like I was a piece of shit kid, but I was kind of respectful. I never got down on vandalism, and I never liked it. So I would always just hang in and watch horror flicks on Mischief Night. 
Yeah, well, uh, we're a bunch of boring guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Uh, I'll well, be then, honest, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I think the reason, like the so-called mischief night or whatever, like the bullying happened uh, at school or after school, was because from junior high and high school, you know, kids came from all over to yeah. go to my high school. It wasn't yeah. just the kid from my neighbor. We didn't all get on a on a yellow bus or anything. So that would might have been your last chance to throw an egg at your the uh, the object of your hatred. So. Yeah. You had to take that time, and then when you uh, that night, I guess you just chill out, trick or treat, and watch uh, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like I said, I w- I was too afraid, and really, I I wasn't a hateful guy either, and I yeah. I didn't want to, you know. Hey, there's and and there would be times like it's like, hey, we'll get that old lady's hand. What, what did she ever do except yeah. give us apples on Halloween? But we'll get and her you that just night. Them. Her. We'll get her that night. Uh, I remember at one point. Uh, some of my friends actually went trick or treating, and they had like pockets full of uh, hard corn, like fucking you know horse corn, and they right. would throw that shit. And where we lived, uh, had a lot of like uh, uh, metal shutters and and uh, like siding and stuff, so yeah. you'd hear them hit it, just you know rattle and stuff like that. And even that, bro, no horse corn. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't get. Sometimes your childhood sounds like a living hell, and sometimes it sounds like you live like Tom Sawyer. <laughs> well, the funny hell, thing is. You know? th- there was oh, like out of nowhere. I'm corn. telling you, out of nowhere, there are places in our town that all of a sudden you have horse corn growing. You could just go yeah. and grab it and run. <laughs> in back of our work, there is corn growing. Fishing hole, listen to rappers yeah, alike. No, That's I'm how telling you, the ones, there's this cornfield right behind our work. Yeah, there's a the cornfield behind our work, and at one point there was this guy who would wander around, and we could never find him. Uh, this guy named Craig. And they would Crazy always come Craig. to me for some reason and like, hey, can, Jim, can you go find Craig? Okay. The one point I look out the back and it's, you know, what is it, Eric, 25 feet away, 25 yeah, yards like away, whatever. I look out. There's Craig like two rows into this cornfield just standing there in the standing middle of the goddamn day. cornfield. Yeah, just wow. stand there. And I go, goddamn creep. And here, um, Craig, what are you doing? Come here, Jim. You got to see this. Uh, no, I no, don't. Let's get the fuck back not. to work. Jesus Christ. Craig. Yeah, the guy. The guy would go and and you'd walk. All of a sudden, you'd see these eyes peeping out Hook from up. behind yeah. a machine or behind boxes and shit like that. And it was him. We didn't know what he was doing. And it's like uh, a sixty-year-old man. Sounds like he was looking to kidnap a small child. He might Jesus. have been. I'm just gonna put that out there. I think he that's might probably have what been. he was. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up with two lists, two big right. lists. The first oh, yeah. one. Is Mr. Eric Shea, who likes to go by the cellar dweller uh, to certain people. He's going to give Eric's top five movies to watch on or around Halloween. Take it away, Eric. You ready for this shit? I am ready? ready. I'm ready. All right. Now, this is a top five list. You know, I don't really have an order. I'm not going to say, like, we're leading up to the days of Halloween, but these are some of my favorite flicks to watch around the Halloween season. First off, (laughs) what's that? I didn't. I didn't think you had the soundboard going. Oh, well, I had it. No. What? Do you, what is? What is going on? What is number one? Oh, Night well, of the Living you're going Dead. From five. Number five. Night of the Living Dead, the remake, like the uh, 1990s one or the original, whatever you prefer. If you don't like black and white, go for the remake. That's just as good. But I like to go black and white. I love the original, and it's not. It's not just as good. Original is way better. I was at the I, mall I, that that was filmed. I, that I went you? there. Yeah. Yeah, I went there. No, 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 no. That was Dawn of the Dead, Jim. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. No, it was the town. It might not have been in the – whatever the town was. uh, What happens at the end of Night of the Living Dead? Um, They kill the black guy. Yes, that that was the movie. Uh, I believe that was the one. It was uh, filmed in Murraysville uh, outside of Pittsburgh. 
I was okay. actually Whoa. I was actually in the town. I think that was it because I was made to watch that with uh, my one buddy that was in my band that was from Murraysville, and that's like a big thing in that town. Uh, but yeah, I watch, I actually have seen that. Un- unbelievable. Well, my mom showed me that movie when I was nine years old. Nice. Yeah. That's like my time with Amityville Horror. Like <laughs> shit out of me. My my uncle Tim was like ten years older than my dad. And he showed him this. I don't even know how he would have seen it because it was around the time it came out. I don't know if he took him to like a drive-in or something like that. Okay. And it fucked my dad up watching it. Really? Yeah. They're coming to get you, Bob. It was weird. I, I watched that. it. And I, it didn't scare me. Then again, I, I was actually a little older, but it never really scared me. But I was enamored with the remake when I was growing up in the 90s. I thought it was like, because I really hated the Barbara character in the original. And they really okay. made her like a strong character in the remake. And she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be a layman. She's she's a hindrance, you know. She's she's dragging that dude down. She's dragging the whole game down with her histrionics. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I just really like the like the remake as well. But I do prefer the original. It's just fun to watch. And I love black and white flicks. Yeah. Number four. Number four. An American Werewolf in London, or if you don't like that for your werewolfism, Silver Bullet. I couldn't choose between them. I would, I, like go, I would go American Werewolf in London, personally. I love that movie. It's, I love both the movies. The thing I like about Silver Bullet a lot is that it actually ends on Halloween night because it goes around the entire year, oh. and it ends on Halloween night. But like even because Jim and I were talking about this, I was trying to make a list what kind of Halloween flicks you'd watch for every day in October leading up to Halloween yeah. and how they get more and more progressively like you know scarier or like more Halloween-themed as you go. And Silver Bullet, I had to like close to my list because it ends on Halloween, and I always have a like a fall feel in American Werewolf in London. Yeah, uh, we were talking about this list, and when he's doing it, I just my whole job in life was just to yell out uh, movies to him that had no, it didn't make any sense. He's like, like Gremlins, that's Groundhog a Christmas Day. movie. Groundhog Jesus. Day, Eric. And he's like, no, no, that is an go. Easter movie. Groundhog Day is <laughs> an Easter school. movie, Reggie. Yeah, uh, like, uh, yeah, uh, Rock and Roll High School. Forever? The sequel? And Holy actually, w- I actually uh, argued with him about a couple things, only because, uh, I don't know, to limit the list of horror movies that have to have to deal with actual Halloween, uh, I don't know. It, that made the list more interesting to me to make, because you have to yeah. put way more thought into it. Like American Werewolf, well, did you say that? Did you say American Werewolf in London yet? That, yes, that, yes, yes, okay. yes. Yeah, uh, like if you didn't go with Silver Bullet, American Werewolf in London to me seems like that would take place at the end of summer, early fall, not Halloween. I really well, they had that, they had the heavy jackets on. Did, really but I really thought that was because they were walking at night, and uh, I think they were you know hiking. They were going to hike through Europe yeah. during yeah. the summer. To me, the movie doesn't have to be about well, that's, Halloween. That's it the just problem. can't be about a different holiday. No, so this it can is be a scary movie. This is the no problem, holiday. though. Eric was going with a list that had to do, like if you said. Uh, sleepaway camp sleepaway camp you can't have because that would take place in summer summer so it doesn't make sense so this is why i was getting mad i'm like you're really limiting this goddamn list uh with these things about that the living dead isn't a halloween movie no but it's a movie that actually makes me think of oh actually it really does make me think of fall for one thing but it's uh just the black and white. It's something that I always watched on Halloween growing yeah, up. It's always on, you know. That's always see. He skewed well. the, the list gets skewed because I no, could no. say that for some reason my family watches Christmas Story on Halloween. They're they're fucked up, and that's what it reminds me of. So I would go with that. But uh, yeah, I said I, I did. I just put this on. The, this is not the list I was working. No, on I know. Week. I'm saying about that other list, but uh, just a, a little thing about that list. That was why. I always liked uh, Wizard of Oz because when I grew up, it was always on uh, Thanksgiving and Easter. Yeah. And I always yeah. think of that and, and those days. But go on with your life. 
All right, number three. It's a little bit more obscure. Not everybody knows about it, but it's one of my favorite Halloween flicks, Night of the Demons. It is a great – they go to a haunted – like it's a funeral home. It's like has a reputation, and they start partying a bunch of kids, and they have a seance, and they release demons into them. They get possessed one by one, and they have to survive the night because they can oh, only come yeah. out on Halloween. I love oh, that I know so this much. movie. I'm looking at it right now online. I remember this movie. This was this was a pretty good for the genre. Yeah, I love it so much. And they had two sequels. I love them all. I actually think part three, which is really hard to come by anymore, it's really good. Didn't get great reviews, but it's sort of I, like a Jack Chick tract, except that at the end, you know, God doesn't condemn them all to hell. No, the sun comes up, and they get the if they have survived, they can escape yeah. the hell house, whole house. I'm sorry. Number two, it's a re, uh, from 2008, Trick or Treat, a great anthology flick, all taking place on Halloween with a wraparound story that's all taking place in this one town. And it has this focused character of Sam, who is like the embodiment of Halloween. He has like a pumpkin head underneath of his sack, like mask. It is mm. a great flick if you've never seen it. It's one of my favorites to watch. Ever, every I don't year. think I ever saw that one. It's no. funny it's, because I know a couple people, like, I don't watch horror movies, so I can't say. I know at least, I told Eric, I know at least 10 people have told me that's their fa- one of their favorite horror movies of all time. Uh, yeah, like, it's so I've good. I've never heard anybody say that it's bad, that everybody loves it. Uh, like, uh, But I've never seen it, so I can't say. It is so good. And now number one, which I'm going to split again. I'm going to have two number ones because it all depends on how you feel. Because one of these is something that Jim really loves as yeah. well. <laughs> it's either Halloween or Halloween 3, The Season of the Witch, which a lot of people <laughs> used to dump on. It's got a real big cult following nowadays, but it's so much fun. Like, three more days till yeah, Halloween. I was singing it today. Yeah. We were Halloween. talking about that, and it's weird because when we would sing it at my old work, it was always three days. It was always yeah. the three days that always came about. Like, three more days, but we'd always say that. I was actually even singing that stupid song. Obviously, it was after the movie came out and had no idea where it was from uh, yeah. because I hadn't seen Silver it. But my buddy Shamrock. Jay is a huge horror movie fan and made me watch it with him, and it was just goofy. Uh, that's one of the few ones that I have seen. It was to be honest, as a kid, I thought that one was scarier than the first Halloween. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. first Halloween it, that, is sort that, of like gripping, but there's Halloween a lot like freakier bonkers, though. Yeah. yeah. It's got androids. It's got freaking Celtic sorcerers that are a mass that are killing kids. And it's like, and like, like, uh, bugs pop, like didn't, didn't one kid's head like burst into like a bunch of bugs, bugs came and snakes and, and shit. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I like that movie a lot, but Halloween, you know, you want to go to that John Carpenter classic just because no. it is like people consider it like one of the first th- big things to make the slashers a genre, you know, yeah. a subgenre in horror. You know and what's it's, funny? It's Only like a couple of people die in that. Like, like when you really look at the, the oh, yeah. slasher genre as compared to like a Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street, there's almost no blood. It's all the tension. Oh yeah, you know, it's there's great. so much tension. It, it's that movie. I mean, I really, I really consider the and first the Halloween. Come on. Well, you know that that's coming up pretty soon on my list. But the it, the uh, I consider Halloween to be a good movie. Beyond yeah. it's beyond it being a horror or a slasher movie, it's definitely a scary movie. I wouldn't tell someone, you know check out this comedy but i think it's a really well done movie and it really hits you right in your like psychology of what can freak you out oh yeah great flick well the next list is reggie's that's his top halloween songs or albums that's right so number five is the haunted house of rock by houdini that was jive records 1983 do you know this one jim i kind of do i'm actually looking it up as you go uh yeah if you kind of gotta you know hear it to believe it but it's just uh (laughs) them them rapping, you know, haunted house. Yeah, and now I do. It's funny because uh, this year, 
they used the freaks come out at night in a bunch of uh, Halloween commercials. Nice. And uh, that's true. Yeah, and it was like I was thinking, and it's weird that you mentioned this haunted house of rock because I'm like, boy, I remember some other song because that is a good song. It's not really about Halloween. This is more about Halloween. But yeah, that that freaks come. It's like like a Walmart commercial or something. I right? know. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, th- this this song didn't obviously do the uh, kind of. Uh, penetration it didn't hit the mass. Did. Yeah. The masses now. <laughs> Freaks come out at night. It's a great it's, it's, song. It's more of a comedy one, but one I do remember listening to uh, since I was a little kid was uh, Chilling Thrilling Sounds of the Haunted House, Disneyland Records, 1979. You guys, you might not know what I'm talking about. It's the orange album cover with like a haunted house painting on it. Was that where it? it even had like the uh, the creaky door sound effect? Yep. And it's that's like, exactly. Yeah, it's, I it's had mostly, that. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I actually, it's so, yeah, it's so like, fucked up. I had, I had that shoots. album. Yeah, I had that album and and loved hearing. I love having that being I, used all the time on yeah. like radio DJ soundboards yeah. or anything. You know, they 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 pick up sound effects and and my brother and I used to play it. It really, it was all year round. It had nothing yeah. to do with Halloween. We played it all the time. Wasn't there awesome. like a, like a, like almost like a Vincent Price, like a, like welcome to like, yeah. like shit like that too? And In fact, I, it yeah. wasn't just like Vincent Price. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, Price. I remember. Ha- I remember so having cool. that and like loving that fucking so much. That stupid. <laughs> and I remember the being orange. Oh, I we forgot wore, all we about wore that. that shit out like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah I mean, that is can, crazy. You find that, uh, and you can still find the album, but if you can find those sounds, you, people have definitely heard them. Whenever you've heard, yeah. you know, a scream, it probably came from this album. Yep. Um, my number three is Halloween by the Misfits, Plan Nine Records, 1981. Yep. Uh, what about number much- four? Oh, I'm sorry, you just did number four. I, th- I thought that was an offshoot. I just realized. Never mind. That's right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going, counting up. I'm counting upwards. So, uh, yeah, it's just a song about Halloween. Dead dogs living in holes or something like that. Babies stuck on poles. It's a great, it's a great Plan song. Plan nine records. I know. That's I love, awesome. Well, you know, I don't know if you guys are big Misfits fans, but almost all their songs are about old, uh, 50s, 60s sci fi and horror movies. So that's like their kind of rockabilly yeah. punk style. They're right from nearby, near you guys in Jersey. I think they're from Camden. No, beautiful, terrible. Beautiful. Their, their life was a fucking nightmare horror movie. <laughs> well, how do you think they're playing punk rock? Jeez, yeah, you know really. They're going to play uh, Springsteen shit. Man. Then, of course, a song you guys have even been talking about recently on the other podcast, which is Monster Mash by Bobby Boris Pickett yeah. on Garpax Records, 1962. Monster uh, Mash is an amazing track. I mean, that, that's a classic, really. You know, It gets me it. happy every time I hear it. Yes. I don't know if I like. I think I like Werewolf Bar Mitzvah better now, though. I do enjoy. I do enjoy that song, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. It's hilarious. Spooky, yeah, it's great. Scary, <laughs> spooky, scary. Boys yeah, becoming uh, men. men becoming. This was another one, by the way. Monster Mash. I had the original vinyl as a kid. My brother and I played it all the time, and uh, that was, you know, what we did. But the like number that one, and the monsters theme, I played a lot as a kid. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think. I didn't even think of stuff like that. But but a tape that I really had that I played all the time. I wore it out as a kid. Was the Halloween original movie soundtrack by John Carpenter from 1978? Yeah, such uh, a unique sound. But what's funny is, you know, he he did he had a unique sound. He did the music for a lot of his movies, like Escape from New York and yeah. you know, Run Down the Line. But this one was different than all of them. I thought, you know, it still was very minimalist, but it wasn't as synthetic, right. you know, or synth operated. There were synths, obviously. In fact, I, I doubt that that piano sound is a real piano. It's probably a synth. But something about this soundtrack sounds so much more organic. But just that fucking ding 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 ding. Yeah. It just, just so things. simple and it works so oh, well. Oh, it works. And, and, and 
you know, I'll be honest, as an entire album, it really does work. I, I bet you do have to be a fan of the movie to really fully appreciate it. But they they had this awesome thing a few months ago. I, I didn't get to go. We were doing the podcast and I didn't plan ahead. But they were doing a whole John Carpenter like retrospective music thing at this one hall, like in a uh, down like a uh, like two towns away. I really wanted to go check it out. Oh wow, that sounds like it would have been cool. I mean, I'm a I'm a big fan of a lot of his soundtracks, but this would definitely be my favorite soundtrack overall of his. I think, but definitely my favorite for the holiday of yeah. Mar- I think I think my favorite might be uh, Escape from New York. Honestly, it was just that was just so good to me. It's sort of a toss-up, but you know, I, I have that soundtrack too, and that I'm, doesn't work as well. Yeah, I as remember an album. watching the uh, was it the the, the extra features in uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah. Isn't that the one where? And he just he creeps me the fuck out. I'm oh, yeah, he's we're a talking about guy. that horror shit. When I was watching them do the music for Big Trouble in Little China, he just he creeped me out. He really did yeah. the whole time. He's a creepy guy. Yeah. yeah. And Reggie, you don't have any Rocky Horror Picture Show songs on? Uh, I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. You, you like Why? That? That's not a ho- those aren't Halloween that, songs. That could be what Halloween. What are you talking about? That those are definitely be... Halloween songs. I play I, them every I year at Halloween. What, I'm Rocky a big transsexual? Or, or do you, what do you... I'm a uh, transvestite. I'm a little Whatever. upset you don't have Nightmare on My Street. Uh, one of my favorite that, that songs, and you don't have Freddy, uh, Freddy, Freddy. You don't have the yes, you don't have Ghostbusters theme uh, there. But oh, really, the well, other one, one of my big song. ones though, is no, it's not. What's it? Thriller is one of my favorites that I yeah, Thriller is uh, amazing, and yes. uh, uh, some of the other. But yeah, uh, Nightmare on My Street, one of the worst songs ever. It's just terrible. I'm telling you, a few years ago, they came out with a remix kind of of the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack with like modern kind of people doing it. And that was a really great album. Yeah. Uh, we we had the discussion today because of that list you were talking about. And I actually consider Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie more than a Christmas for some reason. And the, this is Halloween, obviously. I have to, I have to just I go with thing. you as well with that. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, uh, we were talking about that today. But uh, I think that's about it, right? A little Halloween. I think so. I will I be said, going. I feel like I'm in the spirit. I'm about to jump into my non-costume and not eat any candy. Yeah, I, I, I will be going trick or treating in the next couple of weeks. I, we didn't even get into like some of the other things, like where they started having uh, Halloween not even on Halloween night. They did that, that a couple of times. That pissed and, me off. Yeah, and even uh, there Never was had one it when year. I was growing up, but there the was idea. one year when my kids were young, and I don't know, you know, some of them weren't even born, but. Uh, where they actually tried to have Halloween on the Saturday that was before Halloween and had it in the afternoon. And, oh, uh, terrible. Yeah, that didn't go well. Also, a big thing in our town was always the Halloween parade, uh, and that's kind of died out. I don't know if a lot of towns even have those anymore. Uh, but New that, York was, still has it. We have the it, big yeah, oh, yeah. Ours and just I'm talking about like too. little towns because I'm telling you, ours – it was huge. It was like it everybody yeah. everybody would go there. Actually, have one of my neighborhood too. I mean, they have them all over yeah, the city. Yeah, it's now like, it's, like it's really died off. One. Now ours, uh, that it's actually this Sunday, and um, the Halloween parade now is basically like uh, Boy Scouts and the sports teams for the high schools and firefighters. That's all it is. There's nothing. They used to have big contests and stuff. Oh, yeah. There was a, a thing called the Haunted Hauler. When we were growing up, that was this big, you know, semi truck with a flatbed, and they'd have all these things, and they w- really went all out uh, with this thing. But that's kind of died off in, in our town. I think I'm going to invent the haunted holler. Yeah, holler, holler. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for the most Holla. part, though, most of the people that like, not even everybody, like, it's really died down. People, I oh, yeah. think that it's one of those that actually the trick or treating uh, thing. 
it's really dying down. I haven't and, gone in 10 years. Yeah. The razor blade industry has collapsed. I'm telling yes, you, it has. And the hypodermic needle. I know there's a weird, and I forget, I wish I could remember it. It was somewhere in middle uh, U.S., maybe it's like St. Louis or somewhere around there, where around there the tradition is you go and you have to sing a song to get candy. There's like all these weird things I, I heard on another karaoke Halloween. Made me laugh. Yeah, you're supposed to, or and there's another one that you're supposed to tell jokes. Like it's one of those where in this part of the U.S. it's a big thing that you go and you have to tell like a knock knock joke. To you. Then you're really how working. about your mama out. so whatever joke? Yeah, your mama's like so it. fat. Yeah, something like that. You're so fat. How fat am I? <laughs> like I just go up, take my wife, please. Hey. Hey. But Classic. Yeah, that is the Just for the Hell of It podcast. We got another one uh, done. Uh, this it only was took something... us a year to do this one. Well, yeah, yeah, the Just for the Hell of It podcast was something where at one point we even had you know aspirations of once a week. We even yeah. said, uh, hopefully right. we can keep them going. I hope people like this. This was one... Uh, Kind of like a loosey-goosey one. No, I'm just saying uh, it took a year because we actually started – we oh, recorded yeah. half of one. It never yeah. did anything. Yeah, I think I still even have that file, the sound file of that. Uh, me and Eric also at one point did our, like, uh, top five – was it – how? what was it? What What was the movie one? Was it I 80s movies? I thought we did movies? that one. Yeah, I thought we did that yeah, one. Yeah, no, me and you did one, though, that was, like, three hours long, and we talked about one movie. Yeah, uh, we're like, one, oh, yeah. we can't do this. Remember with Gremlins. Gremlins was in yeah. there? And Gremlins we talked about for like two and a half hours. And then we had to stop. <laughs> it was the craziest thing ever. Uh, which we should have realized back then that we would have had long podcasts. Which I, I will mention. Uh, remember that time on the podcast a couple weeks ago, Reggie, when I said I'd never seen Gremlins? Yeah, you lied. Yeah, that was a complete lie. I, 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 I watched think it, it had to be. I watched he was it just twice. Trying to upset me. I watched it twice that night for this podcast that we were talking about. Like I, I watched it all the time. It's like I, that time you told uh, you told you know Eric you never watched what the hell was it Labyrinth right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Labyrinth. I watched. I just it's more of your more of your Labyrinth. I, do, I hate Labyrinth. I'll tell you, I don't like the movie, but I did. You've see seen it. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm more of a Lady Hawk fan. No, you, nobody is. I'm more of a Dark Crystal fan, Eric. Okay, Dark that makes more sense, but I, I don't go that route. I, I don't like either. Uh, I'm more of a Willow fan. Willow. <laughs> but yeah, that'll that'll be it. We'll, uh, we'll head off Happy here. Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. I will be probably talking about trick-or-treating on a regular podcast because I will be taking my kids out. And just a little plug, if, if you, if you kind of... <laughs> Uh, you know, walk into this and don't realize we do have a DC Comics podcast that goes up on Sunday nights. We talk all about DC Comics, and it can tend to go 11 hours long. Yes. So yeah, if you're if you're in the mood and have 11 hours to kill, if you're in town with 11 hours to kill, Eric, <laughs> you, you can listen to our podcast. But yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you later. <laughs>